Welcome to Detour to Neverland, where you are the author of your own Disney story. There's a lot of satisfaction in developing ideas into realities. And you can find magic in your everyday life. If you do what you really want to do, you feel like you're playing. How can you write your first chapter today? Dreams are how we figure out where we want to go. Life is how we get there. I'm headed this way. We're your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today's episode number 276. And today's episode is going to be a little different, but it's something I'm super excited for. And today we are going to pitch to each other and to you guys some ideas for upcoming or future story coasters. So story coasters have quickly become our favorite genre of attractions, I think. I think that's been safe to say for both of us. If you're not familiar with them or if you haven't been on them, I have just kind of a brief description of them before we get into our pitches. But it's essentially taking all of the elements of storytelling and visual effects that you would traditionally find in a dark ride setting. So things like Snow White, things like Winnie the Pooh, some parts of Splash Mountain, all those are dark ride elements. And then they match that with a roller coaster. Which is the ultimate thrill. So a lot of these story coasters will have things like launches, starts, stops, force perspective, attention grabbing things to help advance the story along. And traditionally, coasters can have stories. We see that quite often Space Mountain even has a very loose story that it's based off of, but this is kind of taking it to that next level of storytelling. So obviously, if you've listened to the podcast before, we are obsessed with storytelling and everything story involved. We're also thrill junkies. and To a certain extent. To a certain extent. And so this really is a genre that was made perfectly for us. Well, and it's something that... I feel like when done well, it fits so perfectly together that, I mean, how can every attraction not be a story coaster? So when we say story coaster, we're talking about things like the Incredicoaster, Seven Dwarves Mine Train, the Hulk, maybe? It would fit. The Hulk. And then, of course, Velocicoaster and Hagrid's Motorbike Adventure, which are definitely the top two in this category. And I think a lot of those older ones, and you could even throw Expedition Everest in there, Slinky Dog Dash, they do have story elements and they can be considered, I kind of put them in a category called light story coasters. I think really the big difference is for it to have a full-fledged story coaster and Velocicoaster, I'd also put into the light story category at this point. I think Hagrid sets the bar for everything that you're looking for out of a story coaster. but. Um, Really, my point is that I think to really be a full-blown story coaster, it needs to have different scenes. And however you do that through animatronics, through force perspective, whatever it might be, different scenes allow a story coaster to really tell what it's supposed to do, a story. A lot of those others, I think Expedition Everest comes very close to it. I think it falls just a little bit short of being a story coaster. But Hagrid's is in a league of its own. And I think that just take Hagrid's formula and repeat it to all of these different titles and movies and stories that we know from the past. 
and that's where we are most interested in. And that's where we're kind of basing this whole episode off of. We each have four story coasters that we're going to pitch. And our super scientific method of declaring a winner at the end of this, and you can't skew it. We both got to take the honor code. We're going to be honest. Cross your heart, like Carl and Ellie, that we are both being honest. After you get done with your pitch, you're going to say, how many hours would you be willing to wait for the other person's coaster? And whoever has the most cumulative hours at the very end wins the challenge. Okay, so let's cap it because I feel like that's going to help be realistic. When Hagrid's opened, do you know how long people waited in line? I think it got up to like five, six hours. Okay, so let's cap it at six hours. That's the max amount of time that you can wait in line for something. And then, of course, the minimum would be less than an hour. So anything less than an hour up to six hours is the scale. One to six. Okay. Okay. So let's make some magic. Me first. Oh, man. Okay, now I'm nervous. I'm trying to think. So I have four. All of mine are Disney because Brendan didn't give me too strict of parameters here. So I'm going to give you my first one. This is probably, I don't want to say the weakest because that's not a good way to pitch anything. I'm starting with my weakest as well. Okay. I went with a Lilo and Stitch themed roller coaster because it's a Hawaiian roller coaster ride. Hello. And I just thought it'd be really fun because obviously Stitch is a very popular character. He's had other attractions that have flopped. I think this one could be a success where basically you are in the setting of Hawaii and there are, you know, different aliens who are trying to capture Stitch, you know, trying to get him back to space. And his escape is to hop on a surfboard and ride the waves, basically. And I think um, if you think about like the different barrel rolls or hills, drops, different things like that, you could really give yourself that feeling of surfing. Would we get wet on this ride? Oh, goodness. I do think there would have to be some water involved. You can't be a Hawaiian roller coaster ride without any water. Now, I don't necessarily know if you need to get wet, But I do think it could be something like the Hulk where it kind of takes you and dips you and maybe there's a water element, even like the Incredicoaster, you know, when you first take off the water. So I think there could be an aspect of that. I definitely think that the headrests are going to play Hawaiian roller coaster ride at some point in time throughout this experience. And I couldn't quite decide what I wanted the cue to be. Um, maybe something like Lilo's town. I mean, like, I want you to feel like you're in Hawaii, you're with Lilo and Stitch, and then, you know, like the, at the last minute, they come for him, you know, is kind of what I was going for. So when you say they and you're talking about the aliens, are these animatronics? Are they screens? What are you thinking? So I guess what I pictured is you'd have the screen, kind of like the pre show. I guess, where, you know, maybe you would be taking a surfing lesson and then all of a sudden the aliens would hack in. Gosh, I wish I could remember their names right now. But the bad ones, the the big one. It's on the tip of my tongue. Keep talking. I'll look it up. Okay. So basically he would hack into the lesson and, you know, experiment 626, 
we're coming for you. And then, and that would basically ensue. Okay. Everyone now you have to, you know, this is it. Here we go. Time to shine kind of thing. And you take off. Captain gone too. And I would have never remembered that. You danced with him at a Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Which was awesome because that is one person that I don't think I ever would have expected to see at a Halloween party. Gantu, Gantu. 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 Okay. Captain Gantu. And yeah, that's basically, that was my thought process. And you got to have the two, like the scientist and the sidekick as well there for comedic relief. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They would have to be there in some sort of animatronic form for them. Getting into some sort of anything with costumes. Maybe they fell into the water trying to save him, trying to help. Mosquitoes. So this is your ride. I'm not going to try to impose my ideas on it, but just throwing it out there. What if maybe we play two songs, Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride, but can we get some Elvis as well? I will allow it. Can we see Elvis Stitch? I don't know if that fits. Okay. I'm just I do feel like in the queue you have to have some sort of corkboard or something with all of Lilo's funny pictures. I would like that. Maybe instead of like the ice cream guy and everything, maybe it would be like people falling as they were trying to surf or something since she likes to take kind of funny, quirky pictures. Okay. Did you think as far as what park you would put this in? I I was trying to think of which park I would put this in. I settled on Magic Kingdom just because, oh no, I didn't settle on Magic Kingdom. I thought Epcot. They could put it in Epcot in that new area where like the seas section is going to be. Again, that might be kind of weak, but I couldn't think of where else to put it. The sea section or the Moana section? Like the water? This That's the same, right? Well, the seas water, is the sea. separate pavilion. I know, but it's all water. Okay. Moana's so, going to be in that area, correct? I it's don't on think that side of the park. Is it? I always thought it was. I could be wrong. Well, we've been wrong many times before. We have. Okay. I think I would wait two hours for that ride. Okay. So I'm going to put down a two. We're, we are pretty score. weak people when it comes to waiting. We will skip a lot of stuff. But I think two hours. But if we were truly excited about something, like for some of these, I think it'll be worth like a six hour wait. Okay, I'm going to pitch my weakest one now. All right, I'm ready. I think it just makes sense, and this has been a lot of fan backing of this one for a long time. So is this an original idea? Yes, because a lot of people wanted this to replace Splash Mountain. I'm now adopting that same idea to make a story coaster out of it, and it is Emperor's New Groove. And so the premise that I have behind this attraction is the queue is walking through Cusco's palace and maybe Cusco and Pacha, you know, figure out that Yzma is trying to poison Cusco. And so they are putting you on a mission to go down into Yzma's lair using the secret lever to get down there and to steal the potion and to get it back. So of course things will go wrong. And I just think the animatronic abilities 
would be hilarious. You could have Yzma as all different kinds of animals and shapes and whatnot. Cusco would have to be there to give... As a llama? Well, yeah, Cusco would be llama, everything. But then Kronk would really be the star of this show. Obviously, Kronk is the star of the show. So I'm hoping maybe there's a there's a point where you stop and you get to hear more commentary with Kronk. And I just think it'd be a lot of fun. So is there a part to this ride where you pull the lever? I think so. Maybe it's something where you that's where you get up, you stop, and then there's an animatronic of Pacha or Cusco, and then you get a drop that is symbolic to the movie. Or maybe the floor drops out from underneath you. That's where you either go down a ramp or you just fall straight down, similar to maybe another attraction that we've talked about, but I don't want to give any spoilers away for earlier in this episode. But yeah, I think it'd be fun. And then you're just twisting, turning, starting, stopping, seeing different animatronics of Yzma and Kronk basically trying to chase you down to get the poison back. Okay, that sounds pretty cool. You're not a big Emperor's New Groove fan, which... I'm not. So I've been, this whole time, I've been debating back and forth in my head, like, would I be excited for that? But I feel like this pitch is pretty strong as far as the humor and the story and the entertainment factor. And I I do like all three of those things. What do you think about Kuzco in his palace as the Q? I like that idea. Because I don't really know what else it would be. I got stumped on ride vehicles. I couldn't really think of anything that would be overly cool other than just coaster vehicles that are themed to this. Yeah, I almost feel like it would need to look like the little roller coaster from the movie, you know, when they pull the lever and do that whole thing. I feel like it needs to look similar to that. But again, that's nothing necessarily special. As far as location, Animal Kingdom. And the reason why I say that is I truly do believe that one day, I don't know when that day will be. I don't know if it'll actually be a Dino Land replacement, but at some point I think we're getting a South America portion of Animal Kingdom. And so I think you could put Indiana Jones in there and or this Emperor's New Groove attraction. That's a pretty good reason. Okay. So how many hours would you wait for Cusco's depths into Yzma's Lair story coaster ride, roller coaster? I was going to say two hours. Are you just copying me from no, earlier? No, I'm than- not. I'm really, I'm, I'm debating between two and three. Three is a long time. Maybe do two and a half. Okay, I'll give you two and a half. Then the addition will just get hard for you at the end of this. I think I can handle fractions and decimals. We'll see. To be to be determined. We should have thought of titles for all of these as well. Maybe by the end. Well, we'll mine be able is to... Hawaiian roller coaster ride for my first one. Oh, okay. Maybe by the end I can think of a title for mine. All right, your second one. My second one. Okay, this one I'm really excited for. I can see it in your face. Okay, um, so this one is. An Iron Man themed roller coaster. I knew you were going to go Marvel heavy. Not this is my only one. I tried to diversify I also my portfolio. Have a one. Obviously, 
I went with Iron Man just because I do think you could theme it really well to a roller coaster. I do just have to ask you before you start. You know they are building an Iron Man roller coaster, right? No. In Paris. Well, maybe they'll take some of my ideas. So, okay, so I had no clue they were doing that. So we'll see how much this overlaps. Maybe I'm a secret genius. Maybe I should be an Imagineer instead of a teacher. But I went with Iron Man because I wanted someone who could fly. And he seemed like the perfect fit. So basically the cue, the premise of my roller coaster is that you are touring Stark Industries, Stark Tower, and you're getting the tour, the whole thing. Um, Jarvis is there explaining different things to you. You get to see all the suits. You get to see the new technology, labs. There would, of course, be little cameos and little things from all of the other Avengers. And basically, you are there at Stark Industries because they are allowing people to test out the suits, basically. He just has some sort of goodwill. Tony did. He knew enough people would want to try it, so he's allowing people to try out his suits. A select few, a.k.a. us. And then, basically, you're going through the training, you're getting the tour in, you know, a couple different pre-shows and everything, and then at the last minute, right before you're allowed to go test it, bum, 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 it's been hijacked, and Ultron or someone, I don't know if they would create like a new villain, is after you so now instead of just testing it you have to get into the suits to fight this bad guy you're smiling i mean i'm all in so, I'm, I'm very interested to see how similar this is to the real iron Man ride. <laughs> do you know what the real one is going to be like i don't okay it's taking over rock and roller coaster though that's the show building that they had to deal with so Ooh, not very shutter big. what I, I that doesn't that doesn't seem like a great show building to take over. I don't know. I don't know do how much bigger cool it, it is in Paris than it is to Hollywood. But basically you're going to suit up and I tried to look up different types of roller coaster ride vehicles and I found some where you know you get strapped in and then it lays you down. Like Superman. Like the Superman roller coaster. So I feel like you you could have like a super cool ride vehicle where it's, you know, when it straps you in, it's almost like an Iron Man suit. You have to have the classic colors and then you're off. And throughout this story coaster, you know, you would, like you kind of said, stop, go. There'd be lots of twists and turns and there are lots of cameos because as you're fighting this bad guy, your superhero friends have to come help you. So I feel like you'd get to see everyone by the end of it. Well, I think that idea is super cool because you could even simulate the feeling of being hit or something. And the coaster could mimic that by a barrel roll or something, you know, mm-hmm. shaking you a little bit. Not or overly. even like some sort of vibration if something like fell and crashed. I mean, I think it sounds cool. I again, you're surprising me because you, man, you have done a 180 on Iron Man. I have Iron Man and Spider Man. You did not like for a long time. Now you're 
your big stance. You're revealing all of my secrets. I'm sorry. You but can you reveal bad admit, things about you me. Have if you have to admit, watching those first few Iron Man movies made you cringe a little watching him. Nope. Not at all. Liar. Because I knew that he was redeemable. Well, he was redeemable. I'm a fan. I think Iron Man would make a great roller coaster, a story coaster in particular in this capacity. So you could not put this in Walt Disney World. Where are you putting this? I went with Avengers Campus in DCA. So it's obviously not as close to home as I would like it to be, but we would be able to access it. And I know it might not necessarily fit with like the timeline that they're going for on Avengers Campus. Do they have a timeline? I mean, I think it's after. Is it after Tony? I, I kind of assumed it would be just because of, I don't know, the direction that everything's going in as far as being futuristic. So Honestly, it'd be better, and this this is a blanket statement, it'd be better if they just ditched timelines altogether. But that's a different discussion. Just let me live in my Avengers fantasy world exactly. where everybody's there. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So that's kind of where this fits in. I actually didn't think of a name for this one. Oh, I, I left out an important detail. It's Happy who's giving you the tour. Oh, okay. Now I'm, I was in before. Now I'm fully in. I, I wrote that down and somehow I skipped over that. Okay. So again, I have a little, I have a question, maybe I'm a, a leading question. Okay. Whenever you get in to the vehicles and they tilt you forward, could you have some sort of Screen that you can see through, but maybe has like an augmented reality type deal. Oh. And Jarvis is talking to you as you're flying around. Absolutely. Okay. You get the full suit experience. You are suiting up. Okay. What's the maximum that we said we would wait for rides? Six. Six. Yeah. Success. 10 out of 10. That is the ultimate compliment. I mean, that's. That I mean, would it does be awesome. sound awesome. I would also like to say at this time that if any Imagineers are listening to this, all of these ideas are for sale. Just contact us. You don't even have to contact me. Just build it. <laughs> no credit necessary. I, yeah, I won't even be mad about it. I guess you did kind of steal this one from them. Didn't I didn't, though. Well, I didn't know it. No, I know that you didn't know about it. I'm just saying. It's already in de- development. Hopefully it lives up to even a fourth of what you've described and we will wait all day in Disneyland Paris for that. We would, actually. All right, I'll go next. ahead and mar- I'll, I'll follow up with my Marvel one as well, which I think is the one that I'm most excited for. Ant-Man and the Wasp roller coaster. So kind of took some of the inspiration from Avengers Campus and from the Pym Test Kitchen. And it's kind of similar to your idea as well, that we're being invited in for an open house at the Pym Lab. And they have these new, you know, suits that they are allowing and and pimp particles that they are allowing normal visiting guests to take part in this new program, which we are being invited into. And so the queue is walking all throughout the PIM lab. You see things that are super big and like failed experiments or things that are super small. And then once you get on the attraction, Everything goes wrong. Your sizing is off. You're going big. You're going small. So you see things that make you feel like you're gigantic. You see things that make you feel like you're teeny tiny. 
and you're basically just starting and stopping and having all these different experiences, it honestly gives me like a lot of honey, I shrunk the kids or honey, I shrunk the audience vibes. You know, you could have a giant ant there that's attacking you. I guess they're your friends if you're on pimp particles, but. So are you doing this using screens or animatronics? Animatronics. Okay. Without a doubt. Now, I think there could be some use of screens, but obviously, if at all possible, I I think it's We're not screen people. We're not. But I do think, like I almost thought of, you know the scene in the the uh, Adventures of Spider-Man at Islands of Adventure where you are falling and basically the whole screen is rolling up that gives you the illusion of falling. I do think you can use screens in that matter. But mm-hmm. mixing in animatronics, I think, is always the best option. Yeah. But obviously, you'd have cameos by Ant-Man and the Wasp. And I just think it'd be a fun time. I do like it. Not as much as your Iron Man one, though. Not as much as Iron Man. I uh, may have a couple more that could top it, but we'll see. Okay. I couldn't really think of ride vehicles. Again, I think maybe just like... It's just kind of a standard thing, a standard coaster I would feel like with PIM Labs, you know, signage on it. And then basically they use the, they, your ride vehicle is the thing that, you know, they do the effect on. Mm-hmm. I like this idea. I do like that it's a Fenders. I'm trying to figure out how long I'd be willing to wait for it. I'd say... Maybe four hours. Okay. You're not... Well, I guess I won't speak for you. How big of an Ant-Man fan are you? I'm not a big Ant-Man fan. See, I should have played to my audience. You should You should have given me a Scarlet Witch roller coaster. Okay, maybe... I don't know. I'm so conflicted because it does sound fun. And I would be interested in anything Avengers. Where are you going to put it? Probably DCA. Although I think Ant-Man might be possible to put in Disney World. Do you I'm think not they positive. would ever make any sort of Marvel area in Disney for those that they could put here? I mean, they're basically rebuilding it. I mean, like Phase 4 right now is full of a lot of people that surely like Universal doesn't have the rights to. As they get into these more obscure characters and keep going down that path, yeah, I think they'll have enough IP to work with to build something in Walt Disney World. The which park, this is just me being curious now, which park do you think that would fit best into? Probably Hollywood Studios. Maybe Epcot, if you did like a, I don't like know. Like a future Yeah. It world. would it would maybe fit in future world. I think Hollywood Studios of putting you into the movies makes the most sense. But I think they're out of room in Hollywood Studios. So I don't know if that would ever happen. The only way you could do it would be to tear down Indiana Jones, I think. But would that be enough space? Yes, I think so. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe just just for a little coaster and in a little area of hopefully we would get a PIM test kitchen here like they have in DCA as well. That would be cool. So you I'm, said three hours? I said four. I'll give you a four and a half. Oh, okay. See, the math is getting harder. 
And I, again, I've got this. Don't you worry about me. So where do we stand right now at the halfway point? I should have went before you. Trying to follow up your Iron Man one was a mistake. Well, we can flip now. Do you want to start for the last two? Okay, I'll finish off my Disney one, and then I have one Universal one. But what, what's our standings right now? Our standings. So I have eight, and you have seven. Close, close game. Anybody's game. We're at halftime. Put myself up in the locker room. Got to nail this pitch. Okay. So my last Disney one tried to hit all the different umbrellas. Went with Star Wars, and I went with pod racing. Oh, that is such a good one. And I don't know if I really honestly have to explain it that much, but the ride vehicles would be pod racers. Mm-hmm. Annie would be there. You're doing, you're doing the thing. You're doing the pod racing. You get bumped off the track quite a bit. You get, you know, all kinds of things. Now, I do think you'd probably have to do screens to a certain extent on this one. Just because you'd have to make it feel like you're on Naboo. Would I don't you, know if you do. you think do that would be possible like through the queue? Like through the setup of the story? Because I feel like, I don't know what you were thinking. Is this going to be like an indoor or an outdoor roller coaster? Ideally, it would be outdoor, but I think you'd have to do it indoor to really make it feel like you're in Naboo. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd want to be in the desert, but... I mean, sometimes Orlando feels like the desert. I mean, I guess it's humid, but... I'm almost thinking, yeah, but it's tropical. It's green everywhere here, year-round. True. But I'm almost thinking, almost... I know it... it, Bear with me, because I, I know it doesn't sound overly cool, but I think, you know, long hallways where there's screens completely 360 surrounding you... That you're riding down. Again, I don't necessarily like this ride, but kind of like the King Kong ride in Islands of Adventure. Where you're moving along and the screen is moving with you. But I would hope there would be some physical animatronic interactions as well. You know, the other... It's like layers. Yeah, the other pod wrestlers trying to knock you off. And, you know, all kinds of things would take you could spin out you could lose an engine so you start leaning one way i think there's a lot of cool things that you could do with pod racing and that would honestly be 12 year old brendan's dream come true that's all he ever wanted in life was to do pod racing that would probably be a lot of people's dream come true for those of us who grew up on the prequels yeah yeah okay that's a good i like the idea is there anything else we need to know? Any other missing details that we don't have? Any music? Is it just Star Wars music? I mean, yeah. Any Anyone in particular going to be there besides Anakin? Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan will be there cheering us on. Is C-3PO going to be there? He should be. Okay. Okay. Annie's mom might be in the stands cheering for us. I don't know. That would be heartwarming. You could have Queen Amidala. Up there, all kinds of people. Now, there is one person who is not allowed here. Which is? Jar Jar Binks. Not allowed. Don't put him anywhere near this attraction. But uh, you can have Watto as well. 
The little flying guy, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I do now. Okay, at first I didn't. Now He's I hilarious. do. That would be some comedic relief. So, I mean, it's one of those, I wish you could pull it off in an outside setting. I just don't know if you really can. I'm going to give you a five. Okay. A five. A five. I guess I'll take it. Are you ready for mine? Yeah, let's hear it. All right, my next one is Big Hero 6 themed. I'm in. Six hours. So this is going to be in Tomorrowland. And here you are being you are being invited again into their lab where all, you know, the whole gang's going to be there and they are testing out new equipment basically where they are trying different versions of the suits and that's where you come in as you are going to help test them out. Um, at the end, you're going to rate your care. I feel like that's important. And, and I, this one, I don't necessarily think anything bad needs to happen on this one. Like, I don't think there needs to be a moment of like, we're being attacked. I just think this one can be a little more like happy go lucky. Like we're just here to try out this technology and it's just kind of fun and lighthearted. I, uh, I'm i sorry I was distracted. I heard all of what you said. I made a mistake in my Star Wars pitch. I realize, and for any Star Wars nerds who are listening, I know this is very important. Pod racing did not happen on Naboo. It happened on Bunta. So just... They so needed to fix that. Let the record show that not on Naboo. Okay, so we're just flying around with the whole team? I mean, mostly with... What's his? Oh my god! Baymax. Oh my god! Yes, Baymax. How did I just forget his name? You're mostly riding around with Baymax and Hero. Hero, and they are kind of like your guides to show you how the equipment works. I feel like you would be able to hear them giving you different commands or telling you what is going on throughout the simulation. So you do like barrel roll left, barrel yes. roll right, and they're kind of walking you through how the suits work. So I do feel like, I'm not sure what kind of ride vehicle you would want to have, but I do feel like it needs to be something where you feel pretty free. Because I feel like the ride vehicle can play a pretty big role in the overall experience. Okay, so here's an idea. How about a winged coaster? We rode one of those at Dollywood, remember? How you kind of suspend it over the air? Well, I absolutely remember because I have it written down for my next one. Oh. But yes, basically the premise of it, so it's at Dollywood, it's called the Eagle. and Screaming Eagle, I think. Something, it's something with an eagle. And basically the Not ride... Not the regal eagle, though. Are you done? Any the, more eagle puns I can think of? The ride itself is a big eagle, and instead of being in the middle part of the track, you are freely suspended over the sides. So it gives you an interesting feeling of flying as you ride the attraction pretty much. I'm not sure. It could be something like that. Although I don't necessarily know if like a flying coaster fits the theme. So if, is this an indoor or outdoor? I was thinking outdoor. So how are we, are we just hearing Hero in our ears, or are they out in front of us somehow? 
For the most part. I mean, for this one, I do think the actual ride part would be pretty simple, almost like an Incredicoaster kind of experience where you see them and they're going to show up maybe in different increments, but because like you're not being chased, you're not fighting bad guys, it's almost just more like here we are, like we're testing it kind of thing until the end. You know, I don't know. Maybe that makes it a pretty weak story coaster. But again, I feel like a lot can be set up in the queue. There, Yeah, I mean, it can be. There's maybe some souping up we could do of the actual coaster part of it. but What would you like to soup up? Well, I'm just like, maybe, maybe you do incorporate the rest of the heroes and you basically do training based on their skills. And it kind of starts and stops based on the premise that they give you of the next training exercise. Okay, we'll go with that. Well, good idea. Good idea, yeah. I like that. I would say I'd probably wait. I mean, I anything Baymax I'm all in on. So probably four hours. And I feel like you could do, obviously, you would need like a gift store at the end. You could do like some really fun treats. I mean, I feel like you'd have to hype it up. Well, now you're hyping up the surrounding area. Because I feel like it ties into it. I feel like you need a fitting spot for it. So I went with Tomorrowland because it feels futuristic. Although I guess you could also do Future World in Epcot since now we're going to have Tron and Space Mountain. Maybe they don't want three roller coasters. All the roller coasters. I mean, I agree. But... There you go. I feel like, and everything would just tie in so nicely. And that, so that was your third one, right? That was my third one. All right. So we each have one left. My last one, we're skipping parks. We're going somewhere else. Bum, bum, bum. We're going to really a lot of different places, but most notably, most impactful to us, we're going to the Epic Universe Park, the third gate at Universal Florida into the Nintendo World area, and we're going to do a Super Smash Brothers story coaster. What are your initial reactions? Did you um, ever play this game? No. Oh, my. Okay. I didn't play to my audience at all here. I'm hoping those at home are jumping up and down for Super Smash Brothers. So explain Super Smash Brothers. It's basically... It's a very simple game. Okay. But they have all of the different Nintendo characters come in, and you're basically doing battles against each other. So you, you can pick Kirby, and I can pick Link, and we're going to fight to the death between the two of us. But you can have computers, you know, computer players, all kinds of different things. And then they have different maps that you play on, different battlegrounds that you play on. So that's what plays into the ride is basically I think this is probably the most interactive one that I have in my mind where at the very beginning you choose who your character is. You have a little screen in front of you that you touch it kind of like Rip Ride Rocket or something like that. Uh-huh. You choose it and then you have buttons in front of you on your coaster. And so you're basically coming up and interacting with your different opponents throughout the attraction and you're smashing the buttons in front of you trying to punch them and evade them and throw them off the ledge and do all kinds of stuff 
Now, it would have to be scripted to a certain extent, and obviously everybody would want to win, but it would give you kind of an interactive portion of it where you are inside the game. And but it I, also gives you, I feel like it made me think of the competition element of like the Cars Land attraction, where, I mean, that's a race and someone has to win, but you don't necessarily know who it's going to be each time. So you can kind of differentiate each ride experience. Yeah. So I think, you know, maybe you go to different, maybe you have three different maps that you jump to throughout this coaster that you, you know, you launch to, and then you stop there and you're weaving and, and going all throughout the map and everything around you is themed to that map. And then you have different opponents that are basically popping up throughout and you got to smash your buttons to try to defeat them, and then you're victorious at the very end. I do like that. I think it sounds super fun. It would and mean more to you if you rode this, if you played that game. I know it would. You get, you were a PlayStation family, which is, I don't know, we're, I was a GameCube family. Well, I'm sorry. We, we didn't really care or know any different. I had a Game Boy. Does that count? They... I don't think they had Super Smash Brothers for Game Boy, but maybe they did in a future version. I mainly played it on GameCube okay. or on Nintendo 64. I didn't have either of those. Any other questions or things that you want to... I think I ride capacity is probably going to be the biggest issue. Yeah. Here, I'm almost thinking maybe like a Toy Story Mania type thing where you're back-to-back with people. Mm-hmm. And so you can double it up a little bit that way where because if i'm sitting in the second row smashing my button it's not going to mean as much to me Mm, as if i'm in the first row i think everybody needs to be first row in this one so are you thinking some sort of vehicle that can also rotate almost like toy story mania yeah honestly honestly this doesn't have to be a coaster setting to you're just throwing out a ride but i do think a coaster could play well, you know, if if you have a flying character that you're, you know, or jumping, I think coasters can really inhibit a lot of those movements and feelings mm-hmm. in a more thrilling environment. I'm intrigued just because everything about Nintendo World just seems so fun and interactive and nostalgic for the most part. I'm not completely illiterate when it comes to Nintendo. So I would wait. A pretty good amount of time for this. And especially because I know you would. Yeah, you'd be there with me. I know. I, I'll i give it full marks. Full marks. I'll give this one six hours. We're bound to tie at the end of this, aren't we? Probably. I'll Well, my last one. I'll give it full marks because I do think it sounds super cool. It sounds very high technology, which we like. And... This is the only one on the list which is Universal. And I do, although I hate to say it, I do think Universal is absolutely crushing story coasters right now. I think they have the magic formula. And I think if they were to do something like this, it would be next level. Agreed. It's almost what I wish that Mario Kart ride was going to be. Now, we've just watched the video. Maybe when we ride it in person, it'll be... More fun. And you never know. They could always tweak it a little bit for when they do it over here. Because they do that sometimes. Yeah. Based on feedback or whatever. So I'll give it six hours. 
Okay. Better than Ant-Man and the Wasp. I know. I know. I'm looking at like some of my other scores and I was like, oh, but it's hard because you don't know what's coming next. Well, they're all made up, so it doesn't matter. That's true. All right. You ready for my last one? Hit me with it. So this one I feel like is kind of a wild card because we were very opinionated when it came to actually watching this movie. I went with the theme of Raya and the Last Dragon. This is going to be an animal kingdom when they do eventually decide what they're going to do with that big chunk of space that needs to be rethemed. I do believe that they could stick with some sort of beastly kingdom theme and give us that part of the park. So dragons would fit in perfectly. And what I'm kind of picturing for the queue is you would walk through Kamandra, which is the made up kingdom that they're in. You definitely looked that up beforehand, didn't you? It's in front of me right now. Yeah. Okay. I was about to say, there's no way I, I would remember that kingdom. It's called Kamandra. And you would walk through all five of the lands, basically walking up to the actual attraction. So almost it giving me kind of Pandora vibes where you're going to go into different settings because they're all so different. So you'd go through tail, spine, talon, fang, and then eventually end up in heart, which is where Raya's from. Raya's from. And there, basically, since the dragons have returned to the kingdom, you would have the opportunity to pair up and ride a dragon. And again, the actual story here is kind of lighthearted. You know, it's almost like a celebration of the fact that the dragons have come back and they're all united again. So there's no battle or duel or anything. But I do think it would be an interesting concept to have like a dueling coaster where you can kind of see like the two dragons are interacting with each other, almost like that last scene in the movie where they're all flying around together and celebrating. I feel like you could have some really cool ride vehicles. I feel like you would have to have a dragon ride vehicle, which speaks to me. And this is where I was a little conflicted on what kind of ride vehicle. So you can tell me what you think would be cooler. So this is where I thought of like the Eagle from Dollywood where you'd be on the wings and you would have that feeling. But I do also think it would be a cool feeling to feel like you are riding on the dragon. So I feel like you can incorporate some of the same technology from Avatar. Flight of Passage. From Flight of Passage, where you can almost feel the dragon breathing to a certain extent, but you also get the same feeling as maybe you would on Hagrid's, like sitting on the motorbike, where you're somewhat free. Like it would feel like you are having to hold on to your dragon. You just have to be very careful that if you went that route, that it doesn't look like a carousel. You know? Like if you're on an individual dragon. You're not on an individual dragon, though. Oh. It's one. It, they're big dragons. Oh, it's okay. a roller coaster. Okay. Okay. I'm with you now. I thought, so you would be on like a scale. Okay. I thought like I had my own individual Sisu. And oh the person goodness. next to me had a Sisu. And I was like, well, now it feels like I'm on a carousel. No, I'm thinking so two tracks, each, you know, car would be its own 
dragon, its own color because they're all different. But you'd basically line up two by two and you're on like both sides of like the scales or something. And you are sitting on the dragon as you are dueling and going all over the place. I mean, I think either way would be cool. Honestly, that feeling of that winged coaster at Dollywood was something like I had never felt before, though. So I'd almost love to have more of that incorporated mm-hmm. into it. So do you think, is there going to be much like starting and stopping or any scenes or is it just kind of a race? I feel like it would be almost more just like a race because I feel like you would want that feeling of like flying. Like you aren't going to start and stop necessarily. Now you might be able to go backwards or make some interesting like sharp turns or kind of fake out sort of things like trying to get around each other as you are racing. And that's where you might get some of those other interactive elements like different water or, you know, things popping out, little tricks that maybe they play on each other because Sisu was kind of silly, I guess. So there might be a certain aspect of that. But. So I'm going to take some of your idea, and you could apply it to Universal as well, in their How to Train Your Dragon section. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously the cue would have to be different, but. Other than that, it could be applied. Would you want to ride, what's his name? Toothless? Toothless. I mean, he's adorable. So I've yeah. never seen the movies. But you've seen pictures of him. Correct. And he's adorable. He is. Do you like him more than Sisu? Maybe. Like I said, Cannot confirm we're not, or deny. Yeah, we're not necessarily talking about the source material. But I do think this is a new movie. I'm not sure how exactly successful it was in the box office or anything like that. I guess that doesn't matter here. But I just thought it would be an interesting way to kind of bring in some of those mythical creatures. Now, we have heard a very, very sad rumor that Finding Nemo may not be returning. Mm-hmm. So they could, in Animal Kingdom, just extend Asia on the other side of that bridge and this could be, you know, since Ryan Last Dragon takes place in Southeast Asia, it could fit in there since they don't have too much Southeast Asian representation there. But it could be a cross between a Beastly Kingdom type thing and a uh, Southeast Asia. That's true. So it'd be cool. I don't know. I mean, I think... It's probably the same discussion you had with yourself. I think the ride vehicles and the feeling sounds really cool. I'm just not in love with Rye on the Last Dragon. But don't you think it could be at least cool to see the queue and like be in that world? I do. Now, they'd have to bring Joe Rody out of retirement to do this one. Anything in Animal Kingdom, Joe Rody needs to be a part of. Which now he has a new job, so I don't even know. If, I guess you don't even call it retirement anymore, but anyway. I need him to work on this. I agree. I would wait probably five hours. Okay. Does that make us tie? Uh, Well, I'm going to have to tally it up. I don't know. So while you're doing that, I do want to talk about if we have hooked you on this idea of story coasters, we do have some in the works that we know or we can speculate are coming to the different theme parks around the country and around the world. Do you have the total for us? 
Yes, I don't know if I want to share it. What? We tied? No. You won by an hour. Really? Yeah. I'm like checking my math right now. I'm like, can this be true? Interesting. All right, I would wait six hours on the last one, so we tied. I don't want your pity hour. (laughs) No, I don't know. Yeah, it's because you gave me a straight two and four, and I gave you a two and a half and a four and a half. (laughs) I knew those halves would come back. Those halves are what did it. Well, they were all good ideas. They were good ideas. That Iron Man one. But... Ones that we speculate are going to be story coasters coming. I think it's pretty much all confirmed that the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is going to be a story coaster. Mm-hmm. Tron, I don't think it's going to fit into the story coaster category. It could. You don't think so? I don't think it will. But that's also one I'm not overly familiar with the Tron source material. So there could be things that I missed, like when I've watched videos mm-hmm. and whatnot. Other ones that we can speculate are coming. There is a Donkey Kong roller coaster that's going into Universal Studios Japan and Universal Studios Hollywood in their Nintendo world called Donkey Kong Country. You would assume that's going to be some sort of interactive slash story style coaster. And one can hope that when we get Epic Universe in Orlando that they will build Donkey Kong Country here as well. That would be your hope for sure. And then the other one that I had on my list was if they do build Epic Universe and they do put How to Train Your Dragon section in there, then you could probably do something with that story as well. Mm-hmm. There is supposed to be a coaster in that area based on the mock-up drawings. And so I feel like Universal is just going to keep doubling down on these story coasters that they're just, they're killing it. They are. I mean, it is just such an interesting mesh of everything that you would love from a dark ride and the thrill aspect. It's almost like when we go back and we talk about Splash Mountain, that's something that, you know, taking the source material away from Splash Mountain, that's something that is so intriguing about it is because it is a mix between a thrill ride and a traditional dark ride and just a boat ride. Well, just adding that thrill adds a completely different layer to it. And I feel like story coasters just take that to the, you know, exponentially higher degree. And it's awesome. Same thing in Cars Land. We said the same thing there, where it's not just a dark ride where you're riding through Radiator Springs, but you end in like a high-speed race. And then there's the element of competition. Who's going to win? But even, you know, that's not even a roller coaster. Same with Splash Mountain, but you get the best of both worlds. So I feel like no matter how you do it, tying some sort of thrill to an actual story, it just enhances the feeling. You know, if they want you to feel scared, throwing a little thrill in there, you're automatically scared. Well, and I think you can ramp up and down the thrill factor as well. Velocicoaster is much more thrilling than Hagrid's. Now, Hagrid's is thrilling. But you could you can tone it down and still accomplish a lot of the same stuff. You could tone it down to a slinky dog dash speed and still accomplish a lot in storytelling. Maybe even more. Who knows? But we want to hear from you guys. What are your ideas for story coasters? 
of all these ones that we speculated might be coming to Orlando and to Hollywood and all over the globe as well. Which one of those are you most excited for? I think our allegiance lies with Guardians of the Galaxy right now. Is that true? Oh, absolutely. We will be first in line for that. How many hours would you be willing to wait, Brendan? Ten. The whole open to close? Correct. Just in hopes of getting on? Yes. (laughs) If we knew an opening date, I would move my park pass reservation off of October 1st and move it to Guardians opening day. If we could, we would. So we want to hear from you guys. Do you have ideas? What are you most excited for? Would love to hear your feedback on that. So we will be back on Monday. Hope you can join us for that episode. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Make sure you subscribe and leave us an iTunes review if you enjoyed the show. Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland or visit DetourToNeverland.com. We appreciate you letting us be part of your day. See you real soon.